0: Hello, this is James Grevig with Tracy L. White, my co-host for Beyond the Bible on decentralized.media as well as what? Rumble.com forward slash Red Pill Project, all right? You're going to find us everywhere. We're rocking. This is the episode seven. And I'm going to begin with a bunch of videos because I want to get your attention. And here we go of things happening in today's world, in the real time, as Tracy calls it.
1: Yes. Oh. oh.
0: Wow, that was Arlington, Virginia last night. That was the police trying to give a warrant or search warrant to a apparently a Clinton aide from what George Webb, the investig- investigative journalist, uh, put on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So it looked more than a gas explosion to me, but that's not why we're really here. We're not here to talk about that, but I want to put that out there as news because what's coming up is what's being seen reported throughout the year. It's a very interesting year, 2023, biblically. Let's get into it.
1: June 20th, 2020. I know I'm a little slow, but that's not an airplane. It's not a rocket. Maybe the dragons have been released. Somebody pissed off Godzilla. I don't know. What the hell is this? Whatever it is, it's shaking my house.
0: It's not Godzilla either. I grew up with a kid with an incredible imagination, a big Godzilla fan as a little kid.
1: That is actually funny what she said.
0: Right? I mean, think about it, right? It's certainly not thunder. It sounds like someone is scraping a big metal object on a glass. And so I'm going to go out there, and I'm not the only one. People, if you go to these different uh, Twitter files where you find these videos, you're going to see a bunch of people saying, the firmament, either something scraping against the firmament, the actual dome that the the cabal, the devil, does not want us to see. Because if they saw a glass dome, it would prove God's existence, right? It would come from a designer, not from the Big Bang. So they got to hide the firmament from us. But now is God or somehow the White Hat? Is, is somehow we're being, being first kind of clued in that the firmament does exist? Tracy, your thoughts on that?
1: Well, it all goes back to the argument of flat earth, you know. But um, when I talk to people, I do always go right to the scripture in Isaiah where it says he sitteth on the circle of of the, you know, the firmament. He sits on the circle. My mind always goes to that whenever people talk about flat earth or it having a dome or it be flat with a dome over it and not a full circle. I lean towards more of it being a circle myself. You know, nope. and I know people that make pretty good arguments for a flat earth as well, but I don't know.
0: No, I'm 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 actually with you. If you think about if it's truly a flat earth by itself, mm-hmm. the argument is if you look in the stars and you're in the your northern hemisphere, they go clockwise. And you look at the stars in the southern hemisphere, they go counterclockwise, hold it. If it's a flat earth, the, the hemisphere shouldn't matter. And if you uh, and I've seen video on the equator in Africa where mm-hmm. uh, some Africans, I guess in the Congo somewhere. Uh, took a bowl of water and put it uh-huh. 20 feet or even no, actually five feet north of the exact equator and maybe uh-huh. five feet south, and you and you see the water going clockwise and you walk 10 feet this way on the other side of the equator, literally it goes that way. So it's it's like, is that a magnetic thing? Because water does have magnetic properties. And so I'm not, I don't know all the answers. I'm just saying there's some there are some things like that. That do not explain in a flat Earth model. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, so you know, to me, it's not important a flat Earth model. All I care about is whether the firmament exists or not, because that would end the cabal. That would end the, the complete up of the Big Bang. It would show everything's mm-hmm. a lie, including landing on the moon. It would end their NASA, not a space agency, right? It would end all of this. We would get out of the matrix by just the firmament. Let's play the next video along the same lines. Crazy is right. That's Japanese script at the top, and the people speaking it were clearly American English. Crazy, right? So it's somewhere in likely the United States, maybe Canada, but definitely United States. And mm-hmm. again, but it's a different sound than the first video, right? It's a complete. It was. It
1: was way louder.
0: Much louder, and it found it sounded like a giant bellow going against something. And the thought about a firmament is there have been people that inside. Uh, former construction silos or missile silos where they, they did some kind of clapping or, or some sound and the sound wave went up and up and up the concrete walls all the way to escape at the top because sound actually is wavelengths
1: and yeah, so what happens
0: travels. is it it actually mimicked thunder and mm-hmm. those videos saying well well here you go i mean Sound had to reflect off something. So thunder clouds, how do how do how does thunder reflect off off clouds? It does it. So the firmament, there, there goes the argument again. Go ahead.
1: I <laughs> I'm not good in science and things like that. So I don't even know, but I do remember in scripture when um God had actually spoke. And everybody around, they was like, they thought it was thunder, but it was him speaking. But that's what it reminds me of. But also, these crazy sounds, it reminds me of Tom Cruise, War of the World, like when them things was coming, all these crazy sounds. But no matter what, I do know it's them doing it. I know it's them doing it on purpose, you know? And I think it's just a a fear tactic, honestly. But so you think think it's the
0: cabal doing it, and I don't disagree. It's it's, it's very possible. Yeah. And and because people can't identify it and I'm looking at it from a scripture point of view you you as well and I'm also looking at in reality I'm like well that's weird right we're going to play two more so this is this is just part of like putting stuff that's happening this year in the context of the bible yeah. and what could it possibly be we mm-hmm. don't have the answers so it's it's here for you people to think out in the audience as well yes So now, now the one who videotaped that thought it was one of the tr- seven trumpets in Revelation. That is pretty interesting because that did sound like a trumpet or horn sound. The baby, could it, it, a nice little side effect at the end. That was awesome, but really, it man, was...
1: that Go yeah, ahead. that made it. That that video right there, like, was the worst of all of them far as realization. Because as soon as the sound came, that guy was like, "What is that?" You know, the baby start crying. I mean, that one was quite traumatizing, and it was it, that one was more resounding. You know, I would have been scared to death if yeah, that, that that one, if that
0: one gets you attention completely. It I did, I, especially I, with
1: the baby crying.
0: Yeah, no, is that a trumpet? Or, you know, a giant trumpet from God, or is that a monster or something? Right? It's 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 pretty interesting. Let's play the last one, and then we'll get into our PowerPoint. Something is not right when you got the dogs going a bunch of them right. was going berserk and freaking right. out. That just yeah, that, that was, is something special. Go ahead, Tracy.
1: That one was kind of musical. That one kind of was trumpet sounding to me, you know. And then of course, yeah, the dogs barking and everything. And, they, and the dogs
0: here hear it at a different frequency with, than they, they than do. we do. So maybe it's something in in those frequencies that are really bothering the dogs. So they they reacted immediately. Like it was a threat.
1: Yeah. And one thing I noticed throughout all of these videos was the formation of the clouds. So I have a friend here in Tulsa. She was out at one of the gas stations. And when she came out, she start recording and she sent me the recording. If I was thinking I would have sent it to you, but she was showing me in the recording, the way the clouds looked over on this side, compared to regular clouds over here. These was all dark and kind of rolling. And right here next to them was normal clouds. And she was talking about weather machines and them pumping out these certain type of clouds. And she was saying, you could just clearly look. She was recording and she was showing it to me. You could clearly see the difference between these dark, you know, ominous clouds and just regular clouds. So that was pretty crazy because she was showing the difference of what she was calling a cloud machine. So, yeah.
0: Wow. Very interesting. I'm going to send
1: you that video. I'm going to send it to you.
0: All right, do that. We can play it in the next show. That would be great. Yeah. All right, let, let's go here to the PowerPoint and get the show going, because this is interesting. From the Dome of the Sky, people, to the Dome of the Rock. This is Episode 7, Beyond the Bible, with Tracy L. White, the author of The Foundation, Scripture Studies, and yours truly, James Grunvig. So here, I, I, I've taken two images. I took the Dome of the Rock— and I overlaid the firmament. We got a better view of the firmament in the next slide. But but there's a show you kind of like pretty interesting. And we'll get, in, get into it in a minute. But this is actually episode seven. So that's my typo there, people. So here we go. We have the, the water above the firmament and the water below. We have the stars below the firmament. We have the sun below the firmament. So it's not 93 million miles away. And I can get into the cabal uh Luciferian number system if Tracy wants me to and explain why 93 is everywhere 93 million uh in the sun with eight minutes from you know 90 to travel speed of light to Earth right that's what we've been told uh flight 93 911 none of this is an accident the uh the devil controls the media we we can talk about that the moon is also according to this image below the dome. We don't have dinosaurs in history, right? Because that that is a cabal lie. And so it's not dinosaur <laughs> bones and fossil fuels, but we have natural fuel from God through the creation of, of the earth we live on. And it comes up from the shoals, from, from deep below. And we have oceans everywhere. And in fact, there's primary water, which is below the land, which is below the water table. So we have more, more water than you could ever believe, but the cabal is going to tell us we have a water shortage. All the devil's doing is poisoning and polluting and microplastics uh, contamination in the water. That's all they got. There is so much. There's an abundance of water. There is no, an abundance of oil. And none of them is going to ever run out. And that's just the way it is. So let me read here. I'll go through each scripture and see what uh, pops up for Tracy. The earth is a circle. Isaiah 40, 22. Tracy, Way so I want
1: to I want to read that scripture. It says, "It is He that sitteth upon the circle of the earth." That's what that's what that particular scripture is, and that's what my mind always goes to whenever there's a discussion about flat Earth or whatnot. But it was called the circle of the Earth, right? It's, so not glo- it's not called a globe. It's not called the globe. It's called a circle, so it's not flat. Yeah,
0: and I'm agreeing with scripture. Uh, yeah. it's, it's uh, made with a compass Proverbs 827
1: Proverbs I want to go to that All
0: right, go Proverbs. take your time because this is too important not to get into these
1: okay so Proverbs 827 it says when he prepared the heavens I was there when he set a compass on the face of the depth." okay yeah
0: Pretty well, interesting. to me
1: Yeah, 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 it is. This is, I never did a compilation of all these scriptures that would go towards this, but so it's very interesting.
0: Let's go to the next one. So a laid upon a face, Genesis 1, 2. So in the beginning, literally.
1: And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And face the Spirit of, of God moved upon the face of the waters. Yes, the face there of the deep. There we go. The, uh, the face of the deep, the deep, of course, means the abyss. That's what that means there. The right, or, the,
0: or the shells. Um, let's go to the next one. Job 26.10, it says, which is bounded, meaning it has a perimeter. Right? Water, water, water has to be contained in a vessel. So for a globe version to exist, I'm not buying to gravity theory entirely. I'm open-minded, but I'm not entirely. There's flaws in all these models, which is bounded. uh, Job 26.10.
1: Uh, Well, yeah, that's actually what it says. And and it has boundaries. And God gave instructions that the water could not pass those actual boundaries. You see? If it was was flat, it probably could just, I I don't know. This is, I I don't know. (laughs) no 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 I'm,
0: listen I'm with you it's circular so the, the, yeah. so so here we go let's go, go to Job 38 13 so stay in Job
1: that it might take hold of the ends of the earth right. that the wicked at, might be shaken out of mm. Yeah,
0: at its end so that's a boundary again
1: another boundary yes
0: Psalm 93 1 this sounds more like the earth itself it does not move so it sounds like a fixed earth, it could be circular earth, but a fixed earth itself. It's it not circular, but it's not spinning like a, a, a record. Yeah.
1: The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength, wherewith he have girded himself. The world also is established that it cannot be moved.
0: Same okay? thing. It does not move. Genesis 1, 6, 8. Back to Genesis
1: six through eight. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters, which were under the firmament from the waters, which were above the firmament. And it was so, and God called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day. The actual firmament is called Heaven. Yeah, that's that's that, that that that's that's a lot of stuff to think about just within that.
0: Yeah, and we you can repeat that in a moment, but it says, and is covered by a dome, which is a firmament. Go ahead and repeat that. It's worth repeating.
1: And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so, and God called the firmament heaven. Yes.
0: That's beautiful. Now we're saying in Genesis. We're going to Genesis 1, 14 through 18, containing the sun, moon, and stars. So the firmament or the dome is containing the sun, moon, and stars as this image shows. Go ahead, Tracy.
1: And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of heaven the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and it was so and God made two great lights the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and he made the stars also and God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, in verse eighteen, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good.
0: Very good. So now let me read the next one because the next one's very interesting. It's from Enoch. Enoch seventy five mm-hmm. three to four. I pulled it up on the internet because I don't. It's not in the Bible, obviously. Well, let me read Enoch 75 through 3 and 4 on my end. From four of them proceed winds of blessing and of health, and from eight proceed winds of punishment. And when they are sent to destroy the earth, the heaven above it and all of its inhabitants, and all of which are in the waters or on dry land. Enoch 75, 4. The first of these winds proceeds from the from the gate termed the eastern through the first gate on the east which inclines southwards from this goes forth destruction drought heat and perdition so this is a destructive force but they're describing to a degree uh the, the boundaries of the earth and let's see the last one is
1: yes. revolving yes.
0: right so revolving very interesting Above and below is water, Genesis 1 through 6, 8. And you've read that already, but go yes. ahead one final time. Above and below is water. Go ahead and read that.
1: And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. So there's the above and below of the waters, a dividing right in the midst of the waters. And God Made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. Yes,
0: very, very good. This is all interesting. And I move on from that for the news of yesterday.
1: Well, These let me go- say something. Let me let me let me say something right quick, please.
0: Um, go ahead. one
1: thing you might find interesting about that picture when it's showing, um well, it doesn't actually show dinosaurs, does it, in that picture? No, of course not. Yeah, but, but 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 check this out. What you were saying about dinosaurs earlier, there are scriptures in the Bible that talks about the behemoth and the leviathan. The leviathan is a creature yeah. that's in the water. The behemoth is a creature that's on the land, and it describes these creatures. It's nothing that we have ever seen before. Yeah. You know. If we would have saw these things, because it talks about the trunk and the long neck and the tail and the scales and and, and the leviathan in the water, it talks about it boils the waters while it's in the water. So it's it's some crazy things about this leviathan and the behemoth. But those are what people go to when they talk about dinosaurs. Those are the scriptures that they go to. But I just find that interesting. And what what I find interesting
0: about dinosaurs, when when the when uh, the cabal, the Luciferians, on the Illuminati, the Freemasons of the world were pushing in the mid 1800s, 1850s around, they're pushing right. What were they pushing? You know, want to get rid of God. They they needed to go evolution, full blown Darwin, right? The whole idea, and yeah. the theory goes conspiracy theory, but it goes that some guy came up and said, "Oh, dinosaurs," and ten years later they manufactured bones. Now the, the bones could be manufactured. They could be actually giants from the, the Nephilim that they yeah. dug up and they, but they made up these dinosaurs and what people are claiming biology. How do they, rep- how do they have sex between each other? How do they reproduce these very large <laughs> animals? And, and this is, this is some of the stuff on there and it doesn't make sense in that respect. So I, I, you know, within big tails and they're just, and it's almost too big for gravity. And the bone structures wouldn't hold up and things of that nature. So it's, it's, interesting that that is out there, but you're right about the behemoths and you're right about the Leviathan for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, remember they said Godzilla replicates, you know, Godzilla. <laughs> well, here we go. So, yeah. You know, another thing right quick. Yeah. I love this one scripture in the Bible where it talks about all these creatures in the sea, thousands of creatures in the sea that man knows not of. So, I don't know if these are ones that Adam never named because he named everything. And I don't know how Adam named the things in the sea because the Bible said that all the, you know, the creatures came before God brought them before Adam and he named everything and whatever he called them, that's what it's called to this day. So I don't know how he named the creatures in the water, but um, it, I, I'm just fascinated about the fact that right now today, there are. Thousands of creatures in the water that the Bible says man has never seen. I find that extremely interesting.
0: That is actually coming true. There's a lot in the last five years of very unusual creatures. Some, mm-hmm. some say it's a chimera, like, like the bad lab experience going going off the rails. Maybe some are, but others are like, no, this, this looks natural but unusual. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is starting the word revelation again, right? So we're learning. These new creatures, and we just have to figure yeah. out are these man-made uh, cross-hybriding or are, are these natural creatures that we just never seen before? Yes. Yeah. Now I want to get to uh, a poignant day yesterday in Carlsbad, California. So Carlsbad, California is on the beautiful Pacific coast. It is directly in between Los Angeles, Anaheim, and San Diego. And yes, they have a bunch of moms and pro- perhaps a few dads have – established all of these children, teenagers, parents of vaccine deaths. These are, these are dead wow. people. And they, they turn it into like a World War II kind of uh, field, Flanders field over in Europe. Well, now, now they're turning it, and now they're bringing attention. And it's almost like mainstream media cannot deny what is mm-hmm. happening with the, the poison death shots, right? The pharmakia. Mm-hmm. These are victims of pharmakia in Revelation, of sorcery. And yeah. now, now they they started this in Australia. They did this in England. What they did there was a little different. They took names and post its, and they put it on different fences in the city. But they took they've taken over a park of some kind, and they established this, and they got people's pictures, names, and victims, their lives. What are your what's your feeling as as an American in the end time in real times? What is your feeling on on this kind of memorial, Tracy?
1: well, the fact that things are going to get worse. And what I mean by that is they won't be able to do the same plan again. They won't be able to just come out and say, it's a new strain of COVID. It's a new variant. And so now put on your mask, take these shots, take a billion boosters. They're not going to be able to come with that same game plan because look at all the evidence that's out. People are going to be too scared to just take the vax again. But they're already putting it in water. They're already putting it in the foods. They have plenty of inroads to us that will not take the vax. That's what's scary. That's what's crazy about it. So when I see something like this that puts a mirror to their face and makes it be kind of impossible for them to do the exact same plan that they did before, it means they're going to have to come harder with a much more convincible plan. And so that's what I think about this.
0: Absolutely. So here we go. This is a... This is the plan by the World Economic Forum and the rest of the satanic, pedophile globalists. I'm just going to call them what they are, right? These these are Satan and Luciferian children. So the giant leap. Well, here we go. Another Marxist term repurposed now for 21st century, right? The giant leap forward or backward was uh, Mao Zedong, right? A a complete mass murderer. And now we got giant leap. A plan to reduce birth rates by 81% in the next 70 years. They want to destroy the seed of God. Go ahead, Tracy, weigh in.
1: It's always been the plan. When you go into the Bible and you read where it actually said that the, uh, that the woman's curse would be that Satan would nip at her heels and she would, you know, crush his head, that he would be after, you know, her seed. That's always been the plan. And so this is the same thing to me. I don't understand why they think that um this would save the planet by killing everybody i don't understand how they get away from it i don't understand how their plans exclude them from it but i remember when i first met you what uh i think it was the very first time we ever spoke on the phone yeah and i was asking you something on the lines of this like how was how was they going to get away from it and you was telling me that you had heard something about them having some type of um uh, antidote for, for themselves that they're going to yeah, be they, able to right. and, and, I actually ha-
0: and I'll I'll talk about that in a moment I have the antidote yeah. myself and I'll explain that in a second
1: yeah that was interesting so yeah.
0: I, I'll, I'll, yeah we'll talk about that you asked the question you honestly need to hear it from me so I'll, I'll, I'll explain um, but yes. before we get to that I want to talk about mm-hmm. this I want to talk about the pentagram sign on the bottom left right the five stars the pentagram Satan this is right in your face people the five extraordinary turnarounds to achieve the giant leap snare. So let me read these five points of Luciferian light. One is empowerment. Two is productivity. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. It's Sorry, it's equality. Sorry, it's hard to read. Three is energy. Four is food. Five is poverty. Of course, poverty. They always want poor people. And of course, in the middle, they have all these connecting lines. Like they're, they're going to make a kumbaya, you know, web of the world of life. Earth for all. Earth and
1: for we,
0: all. Okay. Earth for all. And we know the World Economic Forum wants to destroy us. They want us to have fewer great-grandchildren and grandchildren and children. This is their plan for the next 100 years, 70 years, 100 years. You know, who, who, who allowed these unelected evil mm-hmm. people, if they're people at all, maybe they're reptilian, I don't know, cross-hybrid, but who, who elected them? No one elected them. And the and the people of the earth, the good people of the earth, the ones who are even asleep right now, the, sh- the sheep, the vaccinated, they all will wake up at some point next year about this incredible plan to destroy us.
1: Yeah, because the scripture talks about man's heart being, Jeremiah um, said, man's heart is wicked above all who can know it, you know. Yep. And so when I when I hear about these type of things and look at these type of things and the Bible saying that the cup of iniquity is, is going to be full, mystery Babylon, her cup of iniquity will be full and that's when God is going to destroy her. Well, all these things are going to increase all this wickedness. And I look at it as prophetic scripture because yep. it doesn't surprise me at all. Cause all these things are going to happen, so it does not surprise me at all. But seeing their plan laid out and all this Earth for all, yeah, this is crazy. That's why oh, I always I say, agree. if you don't plan for yourself; they will plan for you. That's why I always try to wake people up to these new world order plans.
0: Yeah, That's a question. So let, let me let's get out of this for a moment. I'll come back to the next slide in a moment because I want to talk to you about what you brought up. And yeah, yeah I've, I've uh, took Doctor Lee Merritt, who was on my show last night. She's mm-hmm. amazing, right? It took it, it it took a phone call with her in February 2021. You know, she's a 70-year-old, nine years of naval spinal surgeon. She's done amazing work. She's an incredible researcher. She got a little mm-hmm. Russian in her as well, or Kazarian, whatever you want to call it, Northern European. Uh, people call them the Jewish people. Well, maybe they're not. Maybe they're just part of the synagogue like Satan, right? I'm just I'm throwing that out there. They're probably not the original. 12 tribes of Hebrew, real Jewish, children of God, is what I'm saying. So what's interesting mm-hmm. for me, I was born with a defective hip. That became, in my thoughts when I was younger, growing up, that it was a curse of Canaan, something related to incest or something. One of my family trees in the, in the past, and it it created a hollow egg. And I'm not, uh, you know, a hollow hip, like two balls. And I had to crawl for the first 20 months of my life. At 25 years old, they discover it. They scraped bone from my pelvis and put it put it in there. So I never got a full hip replacement. But then I could never lift weights over my hip because my, my left hip could never handle it. And I, I was the only Norwegian on the planet who couldn't ski or skate well. But I'm not a, uh, yeah, I was platinum blonde as a kid, but I'm not fully Norwegian. I'm not 100% Viking blood. I, I, my two sisters have red hair. So we probably got some Scottish and Irish in it. And My father's side has Polish in them for 400 years ago on his mother's side. But then my mother's father, his name's Abraham. Wow, is that an old ancient Jewish name? Abraham. I mean, it's right right out of the Bible. And so when Dr. Lee Merritt went through my family tree, because the the Mm -hmm. name of is a genetic pairing. It's not a single G, it's a genetic pairing. It is called K2, like the mountain, K2. K2 K26R. And guess what? Mm -hmm. When I went to research it, it inhibited sars in 2005, they found it. So, 16, no, 18 years ago, they they it founded scientists founded that this gene period inhibited SARS from attaching to the cell
1: mm-hmm.
0: and breaching the cell, like the, like the spike proteins do, and turning the cells into spike protein factories. That's the problem with the vaccinated, and that's the problem with shedding out of a lot of people. Not everybody, but shedding of a lot of people. And I know a lot of people that near death. I know a couple of people that died from the shedding. They were unvaccinated. But yeah. they got these spike proteins, and it overwhelmed them. Mm-hmm. So, so the uh, the evil cabal, the the synagogue of Satan, they most likely knew this. Fauci being a black Jesuit, they they most likely knew about this gene pairing. They certainly discovered it eighteen years ago, and they they could develop a bioweapon around that gene pairing because they got that gene pairing. Well, apparently, Lee Merritt, Doctor Merritt's got the gene pairing, and apparently, I got the. Gene pairing. Now, how do I know? One is well, my my grandfather was from the elite rich shipping dynasty. He's also Mm -hmm. some Jewish in me and him. And I I find it interesting. And Lee simply said, James, you lived in Manhattan during 2020. I said, Yeah, plus 2021. And you didn't get sick. I said, No, all my friends are vaccinated in 2021. They shed it all over me, but I didn't even get a sniffle. She goes, You got the K26R because no one survives you know, a fresh dose of a vaccinated shedding all over you and you don't get sick at all. No, and you were in New York City when they were spraying, not the virus, not the COV Mm SARS-2, right? But they were spraying to Dr. Merritt and Dr. Judy Mikovits' speculation, which actually sounds accurate. It had RNA fragments with spike proteins on So they began making some people sick in New York, Seattle, Northern Italy, Iran, South Korea. Hold on, Mm -hmm. wait. Virus doesn't spread that way, right? It, 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 if it's going, if, a, if there's a real virus, it's going to spread country by country, moving the people through planes. It doesn't spread five places in the world that that are not even interconnected. I mean, why why Seattle, New York, mm-hmm. nothing in between? Why why Northern Italy right. not Southern Italy? Right? Why not the rest mm-hmm. of, of the Alps? Right in Northern Italy? Why not uh Pakistan mm-hmm. and Afghanistan and and Kurdistan with the with the Iranians? No, nope. and why not? North Korea or or even Japan with South Korea please so it was very very interesting that it had this unusual pattern so we know so we know it was a bi- the real the original virus wasn't a virus per se but a toxin a toxin of spike proteins and, and RNA fragments sprayed in certain locations is is the most
1: mm-hmm.
0: plausible theory at this time unless there's new information comes out and that I didn't get sick from that either and I, I barely ever wore a mask. A mask was going to stop a nanoparticle. So I basically had a what I what I feel like the, the sword. the sword of I have a, a Curse of cane on one side, right? You know, with my left hip, and I'm completely mm-hmm. blessed by God on the other side by having his gene pairing. And yeah. so I didn't even know I had this until one the bioweapons came out, and then Lee Merritt. Mm-hmm. And the more more I researched, the more I realized. And I got Omicron, but Omicron was either God made, starting in South Africa, or it was White Hats made. And what it did was it burned out 40 days in 40 biblical days everywhere, starting in South Africa, went to Europe, it got people that sick. I got sick in the United States, but it was, you know, I got sick at the end of January and it, it started in December and boom, it was out of me in five days.
1: But, it burned but what do you out. mean like completely what, what do you mean by that like when you say might be god may but well we no wh- one knows But no so
0: so we know bill gates and fauci didn't didn't make a, a a healthy virus or toxin right whatever you want to call it right where it burned out yeah. everything it burned out all of the flu shots burned out all of the crap that you usually gets sick with it burned everything was burned out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and still and still that was in uh uh, January and February 2022, it was gone through the United States, and so they're still milking the COVID-19 cow for the rest of the year. And then the CDC uh-huh. invented a term called long COVID. There's no such thing as long COVID. It's it's long vaccinated. It's long, it's long yeah. vaccinated, people. For those who carry and shed all this stuff and, and are walking uh, spike protein factories who have small, small eye aneurysms, but don't have the, the, the turbo cancer yet or the myocarditis yet, well, they're going to be in trouble as much as everyone else. It just might take a couple of years longer than others. And they're spreading. So it's like collateral damage. So if someone gets vaccinated, they're going on wasn't a lot it, of Go ahead.
1: Wasn't it proven by data that there were more deaths caused by the actual vaccine and boosters than what was recorded from COVID? Yes. Wasn't that proven?
0: Yeah, and it's coming out this uh, oh, last so, two yeah. weeks in, in New Zealand. And you want to hear the funniest story? So New Zealand arrested two whistleblowers. They raided their house, surrounded their house, arrested them. That was like two um, days ago. It gets wow. better. They come out in a public statement. I, I'm not making this up. This, this, this it's almost like a comedy. The New Zealand health government or agency saying, "Stop spreading the data." What? Meaning the truth. The data is the truth, and they were sharing mm-hmm. the data with with everyone outside. And it's too late. They can't put the truth about New Zealand's excess deaths back in the bottle. It, it's over. So they've been completely mm-hmm. exposed, and the truth's out. And it's very, it's it's like Carl's Carl's bad times times a hundred. It's much worse than this over New Zealand. You know what's
1: funny? What's funny is uh, when COVID came out, and it was, it was it was all the rage. Everybody was scared, and everybody was you know supposedly dying and whatnot. I saw this little funny thing on YouTube where it was a woman interviewing an Amish guy. And she said, wow, how come nobody in the Amish community has gotten sick? And he said, because we don't watch TV.
0: <laughs> but they also probably have a North- no propaganda. Amish is, from- Amish is from Holland. So I'm talking about Northern Europeans. The cabal has known this, right? The evil scientists have known about this gene mm-hmm. pairing. And unusually I have this. So it, it's like it's like a blessing to me. hmm Right. And, and so I got this curse on one side, and I got this blessing from God on the other side. And like, I you know, I I get sick, right? I'm not immune to radiation. I'm not immune to graphene oxide or parasites. But as far as spike protein, I can't get sick from that at all.
1: You know what it reminds the reason me for of it is
0: because the cells in 90% of the people in the world have hair follicles off them. Mm-hmm. For, for the ones with this, this gene pairing of, of K2, K2, 6R, they have nubs. So when the spike proteins come on, they cannot attach to, to the cells, the no, no blood cells, no cells at all. So it literally goes in you, no matter how much goes in you, goes out of you. And, you, and mm. since nano size, you have no idea it's even going through you, but it's going through you.
1: You remind me of this little um, story I heard where – the father had a son, and he was always praying over his son, asking God to cover his son. And his son went out, and he was farming, and he got kicked by the horse, and it cracked and broke his leg. So now his son is laid up, and and so the dad is all mad at God, like, I was praying for you, you know, to cover my son, and look at my son. He can't work. He can't do anything. And then, you know, there was a war, and they came and took all the children that was war age, and they all got slaughtered and killed. And so his son didn't get to go because he had a broke leg. And then he realized, okay, God, look how you covered my son. You did cover my son. So that's when you say like a blessing with your leg and a curse. That's what it reminds me of. Because of course it would hurt to have a cracked leg by a horse, but he didn't have to go to the war and get killed. So yeah, kind of reminds me of that.
0: Yeah. And and God wanted me on a certain path in life. and And had I had my way, I'm six feet tall, but my brothers are six, six and six, three. I would have been taller. I stopped growing at 14 years old because my hip couldn't hold me up. This is how your mm-hmm. body communicates with each other. Hey, Grunny's left hip cannot hold him up. Right now, skinny. I graduated high school at 6 feet, 125 pounds. That's, that's skin and bones.
1: Oh, yeah. You could literally mm-hmm. count my talented. ribs.
0: Ribs. I still played American football, and I still climbed mountains in Norway, but I, I couldn't walk a bounce beam. I couldn't skate. I couldn't ski. It was it's very interesting. And I when I wore to ski, I always t- tilt to the left because with the left hip, and the left mm-hmm kind of was weak for me, but God, God actually gave me this blessing. I call this a complete blessing. Now looking back to put me in the last four years in this fight, because my life changed and I had to become instead of athletic, right. And use, use those gifts that God had given, you know, one of my older brothers, right. Right. And then really get into what we're fighting now. So it's been a phenomenal journey for me personally. Let's get back into the last part of this. And the last part of this is important. It is oh. the Dome of the Rock, the third temple. But apparently what they're trying to do today, the, the one world government with a one world religion that wants to build Satan's temple one more time, right? What, what, what's interesting is th- there have been other attempts at this in the past. And let me get into the history of this because I find this extremely interesting. Going back to the PowerPoint right now. Here we are. So I, I got a nice... I'm going to give a shout-out. Number one, to a to a fan. Not a fan, but someone on a, a group with... His name is Nam, N-A-M. And he's deep in the Bible, and he, he sent me these personally, and I actually love what he sent. And what he sent are these incredible events. So we had the... 132 A.D., we had the Bar Kokhba revolt as they were trying to take over Jerusalem and build the Third Temple. Failed. Below it, we have 363 A.D., Emperor Julian, the apostate, tried the same thing, got removed, failed. In 614 A.D., the Sanzanids tried the same thing, failed. Eventually, in 637 A.D., Under Muhammad, Muslim conquest of Jerusalem, success, where they ended up building the Dome of the Rock. Tracy, talk to us about that.
1: You know, that 363 one with Julian, I believe that was the one where he was trying to build the temple to prove that Jesus wasn't going to come back because he knew the scriptures and knew that it meant that all the signs and everything had to be there when the temple was going to be built and he was just trying to prove that it wasn't. And so I forgot what happened to him, but that's the one that's most interesting to me. Cause wasn't that the one when the earthquake came?
0: Yeah. So let, let me and read some of the background on that. And this was supplied by Nam again. So I didn't have time to go verify, but it, you know, he's been very, very solid in acts. So I'm going to give a big shout mm-hmm. to him on a signal group. I'm on with him, him and a bunch of doctors and other Patriots. <clears throat> so let me read what he's got here. You know, two centuries after the Bar, Bar- Kobak uh, Kokba Kok- ba revolt, excuse me, another Roman empire, emperor became involved in, in the long struggle to rebuild the temple. Emperor Julian, known as the apostate among early Christians, was the last pagan emperor of Rome who attempted to reverse the Christianization of the empire by restoring its traditional religious practices. To this end, he began funding the revival of ancient festivals and rites including giving permission for the remaining Jews in Jerusalem to rebuild their temple. But the sudden reversal in imperial policy was more than just a way to curry favor with one of the the empire's many faiths. It was also calculated a political move by Julian intended to damage the credibility of Christianity. Mm. So they're trying to subvert Christianity, so the apostate was. There was a common belief among uh, bishops and theologians during the fourth century that the Jewish temple would not be rebuilt until the second coming of Christ at the end times. Julian's Mm -hmm. plan thus followed a simple path of logic. If the Jewish temple was restored before there were any visible signs of the apocalypse, then the prophecy would be rendered defunct. And Christianity would receive a damaging blow to his reputation. Unfortunately for Julian and his hopes for a grand pagan revival it appeared that his mm-hmm. prophecy would not be broken so easily. The foundation of the temple had only just been set down when all the progress of the new temple was lost by a rather conveniently timed earthquake. To your point, mm-hmm. Tracy, in 363 mm-hmm. AD, with some accounts also claiming that fer- fearful balls of fire—think of Sodom people—shot mm-hmm. out, shot from the earth and scorched any workers approaching the site. Besides wow. the potential act of divine intervention. The rebuilding project also never gained the full support of the Jewish people. Irony, huh? The Jewish people back to Christians, many of whom did not want their temple rebuilt by Gentiles who had once slaughtered their ancestors. Julian Mm -hmm. would die in the battle later that year. So he died in the same year and the returning Mm -hmm. Christian administration put an end to all attempts to rebuild the Jewish temple. And boom, that is a turning point. Wow. And, an earth yeah. plus balls of fire is yeah. good to me. Go ahead, Tracy.
1: Is it to me? It, it reminds me of the fact that when you're reading in the Old Testament, when you're reading in Daniel, God says the time is not yet, and so anybody trying to start this back up and build this temple. It all has to be in the timing of God. It all has to be because when that temple actually is going to be there, the Antichrist is going to come and plant himself in that temple. The Bible just flat out says so. And so it has to coincide with all of those events as well. So when God says the time is not yet and they're building the temple and he comes and scorches the earth with fireballs and he gives a big earthquake. Well, nowadays, you know, humans can make these earthquakes as well, but we wasn't doing that back then. You no. know, so that was divine. That was God. And so that's what I see that as. God said, the time is not yet. So you're not going to do this thing and try to force my hand. That's the way I look at it. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think it's an extraordinary event. Obviously, when uh, the, the Muslim conquest of, of Jerusalem in 637 AD, well, guess mm-hmm. what? The Dome of the Rock has been there ever since. And so, so trying to remove remove the domino rock today, it needs a war that we're seeing played out between Pal- Palestine and Israel, and all of the Middle East, not just Palestine, not just Israel. But we're having multiple wars in Syria. We're having Yemen attacking uh, navy ships and shipping the Houthi tribe out of Yemen, or attacking ships in the in the canal, right? And so, and so a lot of things are happening. Iran has not entered. Russia is giving intelligence. Like the Americans mm-hmm. gave an intelligence to Ukraine to defeat Russia. Well, Russia's given intelligence in, in Syria and Kurdistan to, to fight certain groups. So we have this jamboree going on. Does this uh, fog of war, does all of these conflicts, because it's not one, like I said, it's multiple conflicts going on, does this, does this escalate to something bigger? And does that allow the cabal, I'm not saying the Jewish people, I'm talking about the cabal, does mm-hmm. allow the Satanists to go in there and somehow, you know, accidentally destroy the Dome of the Rock, clear it out of the way, and build a third temple. I'm not saying I don't know. Others talk about the the World Economic Forum and the One World Religion from the Pope want to build it nearby. I don't know either, but I'm just saying they got plans already from Pastor Billy Crone, who's done a lot of research, end-time prophecy pastor. Billy Crone says the plans are already there, and it'll take them one year, give or take, to build this. Now, I'm in construction put up a a high-rise building in New York City would take a couple of years. So if the plans are ready, I would suspect the fabrication is ready, right? They know the size of whatever the stones, whatever. I'm sure it's nearby. I'm sure it wouldn't take long. So you're talking about some of the longest phases of construction. I worked in multi-billion dollar projects like uh, American Airlines Terminal, JFK Airport, I worked on 31-story condo. I I worked as a kid when I was in college uh, on the the biggest oil rig in the world called Stafford Sea. It was a second-generation concrete deep uh, offshore oil platform in Stavanger, Norway back in the early 80s. I've been on very big projects, and I'm going to tell you, something: they take years, not months, years. So they they removed the design phase out of it. They already have completed in my opinion they have to it's just going to be a year to build it yeah they have to have the fabrication done of all the stones of, of, however they're going to build it of all the pieces and elements it has to be finished so all it would, all it would take is clearing clearing a place whether it's a dome of the rock or nearby on that plateau to bring in the, and fabricate and install it in a year that that I can see happen because they've taken two yeah. or three years out of the construction process right it, it's a yeah. construction's four phases. Design, fabricate, install, finish. They've already gotten the first two phases out of the way, in my opinion. Just saying. Go ahead, Tracy.
1: Well, it might be even shorter than a year. And and the only reason why I'm saying that is because when Joshua, you know, got permission to go and build the wall and that wall, mm-hmm. when you, when you think about a wall, you think of just some, you know, little thing, but it, 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 it you know, encompassed, the entire you know city of Jerusalem so if it, it was miles and miles and miles of walls and they thought it would, would take a really long time but it ended up only taking like three months you know um and that's because they had the favor of God God gave them a green light they had the permission of God to do this thing and he put himself behind it and it got done expo- exponentially so it might be the same thing when and, and God's gonna
0: Dark, God's yeah. going to allow the dark side to actually go build it to fulfill the scriptures, right? God's not going to interfere at this point, do you think? No.
1: I, I There's going to be interference. And the reason why I say it's going to be interference because it talks about when that temple is being established, it's going to be in troubled times. That's what the scripture says. So it's going to be some troubled times, some upheaval while this thing is being done. But it's going to have God's hand on it. So it's going to get done no matter what, but it's going to get done while they're in troubled times, just like the wall. They had, they, they had the the weapons in one hand and the tools in the other hand, while they built that wall, the wall was built the same way in troubled times, but it got done in record time. So yeah, that's what I see about this temple being built.
0: Wow. I'm, I'm with, Tracy, I'm with you on that completely, by the way. So, mm-hmm. We'll talk about Sheila's book. Uh she's coming up. This is Sheila Holmes. She is the, the guest on episode eight of Beyond the Bible. We'll get into her. I saw her over the weekend up in Whitehaven, uh, Florida, where I live. And she goes goes deep in, into uh into the three uh eclipses and how they form the, the Jewish, the Hebrew levers of EL. And oh, wow. she will get into it. We'll sh- show some of her slides and things. It'll be a fascinating show. I got one minute left. Uh Tracy, please promote your books. People need to be taught by you. Go ahead.
1: Yes, the Foundation Scripture Studies, it is on Amazon. And when you're reading this book, it will not only, you know, shed light on a bunch of foundational things that we need to know about ourselves and God's original intent and our identity and the authority that God has afforded us to walk in. While you're reading this book, it will actually teach you how to study the Bible because it's written out the way that the Holy Spirit has taught me how to study is the way that I have written this book out. And so while you're going through it, it's going to teach you how to study scripture by scripture, how to let scripture interpret itself, how to let scripture validate other scripture, because I definitely go to other scripture in order to validate and confirm scripture and, and, uh, and to break scripture down, it explains it. So that's definitely a book you're going to want to get. And the other book, um, I'm blanking on the title of <laughs> the, uh, the, the, uh, false prophet among us. Yeah. False prophets among us. So that book is one that I am working on right now. Beautiful. That book is crucial because it's going to talk about and teach you about how to recognize false prophets. It's in, look, these steps are actually in the Bible, how to recognize them by their fruit, what they're producing, how to recognize the source of where these prophecies are coming from, how to recognize all these different things about it. And we have to know these things because the Bible said they're gonna have great power to deceive many. The Bible actually says they are going to deceive many you don't want to be one of the ones that they actually deceive. So you're definitely going to want to get this book um, when I finish it and put it out there, which I'm working on it right now.
0: Beautiful. Thank you very much, Tracy. Remember the holograms people, right? The fake Jesus in the sky, the alien invasion, whatever they're going to Mm do. Project Bluebeam. Don't forget it. They're going to deceive us or at least try to. Thank you very much. I love you, everybody out there. God bless. Go ahead, Tracy. Goodbye.
1: God bless. Bye-bye.